this is Duchess Robinson from 8x10 Designs, and today we will discuss how to write content for non-profit websites. What are the general things people are looking for that are looking to give or to find information about your organization? Many times people will come to me and ask me and have no clue as a web developer, what to put on your website. Uh, some people are just not able to understand or they looked at a website. Sometimes, a lot of the times, it's a very uh, far superior website for what individuals and organizations are looking for uh, when wanting to donate online or to your organizations. Now, one of the things and a couple of things that I've seen on um, nonprofit websites that are, I can basically say, if we lift the hood, you can see the gray tape and the broken pieces with glue on it. You do not want that if you lift up the hood. One of the major things that I hate when I go to a nonprofit organization, and it shows the the um, lack of professionalism, and you do not want to lack professionalism when you're trying to obtain money from an organization, and it looks like a quick fix. One of the main things that I really do hate when I go to a nonprofit website, as soon as you enter the website, you see this big clumpy PayPal donate button right there. Now, PayPal has a number of services and ways to hide those clumpy links. Those links came out in the early 2006, 7, and 8. This is now 2017 going into 2018. You can do better. They've introduced the PayPal Me link and some other things. But I, I just want to address PayPal is not the only way you can obtain um, donations. Matter of fact, it is one of the most difficult ways because you have to have someone who's pretty familiar uh, constantly with dealing with PayPal. So when you receive money, you not only uh, receive the money, but it needs to be deposited somewhere or you use the PayPal uh, card. And then there's ways that you can track uh, simply how, how much was brought in, which was brought out, uh, things of that sort. They give you ways to do a 1099 or what have you. Now, there's other payment means out there. Not everybody and not every person that's viewing your website wants to donate to you on a level of just PayPal. So one thing for sure, if you're, you're about to do a website or you currently have a website, you want to have multiple ways for people to donate to you. Specifically, there's Stripe, there's the Cash App, uh, there's in person, uh, there's also PayPal. See, I've just listed also text to give. There's a lot of text to give um, programs out there that you can use, that you can utilize. So you, you may want to check it out. If you go to uh, our website, 8x10designs, or um, 
even more in-depth, you can go to duchess-robinson.com. That's D-U-C-H-E-S-S dash Robinson, R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N.com to get a lot of this information. Now, um, specifically, you want to have multiple ways for them to donate. It should lead them, that button should lead them into multiple ways to donate. And then you also want to have specific items. If people are not able to donate uh, monetary funds to your organization, you should really have a list of things that are needed for your organization for in-kind donation from A to Z. That's part of the content that you do want to list on your website. This is crucial and this is essential. Also, you can also add and link a GoFundMe account to your website or have one if you have a good developer such as what uh, 8x10 Design. We also integrate crowdfunding programs inside of there so you can have multiple uh, versions of crowdfunding and funding sources to get out there. We'll talk about in a later podcast how to market your organization. But for now, before you can go out and do any marketing, do anything, you have to have and lay the groundwork for your your organization online. Just like you had to do it uh, in, in person. You have to have it online. Uh, another thing, I see these websites, and they do not have so uh, SSL certificates. Um, SSL certificates are specifically ways to encode your websites to keep hackers from taking money from people who donate online. Yes, we can go through PayPal, but I have to get on your website anyway, and the information um, based on the cookies of the people who are coming to your website can be obtained from hackers and steal your information when you enter the website and you wonder why a lot of things are occurring to your phone numbers and things like that. So that is essential. It didn't have to, it didn't used to be, but it is essential now for Google algorithm now purposely will rank your website higher if you have an SSL certificate and also a mobile app. But we'll get into that when we go into the nonprofit marketing, and that will occur into another podcast. Another thing I see people having on their website about us. About us, if you do not understand the industry of internet marketing, it is dead. The word about us is dead. People don't want to hear the generic We've been in business. This is blah, blah, blah. They want to know your story, why you're doing what you're doing. If you look at a lot of the websites now that have the million-dollar, hundred-thousand-dollar budgets, they will promptly say our story. If you look at websites like Starbucks or anything, they will tell you their story. So you specifically want to write about what made you and prompted you to get into this industry. What prompted you to start this organization? 
because you're pulling on the heartstrings for people to donate. They don't want to hear something generic. Okay, I can go to any. You you want to differentiate yourself from other people. They just do not want to hear about basically and simplistically, you know, hey, I, about us. So that you should remove from your website and turn that about us button into our story. Next, you want to write about and uh, I'm very serious about that, the service that you provide. And you want to be specific about it. You don't want them, you, people are coming to your website to see what you can do for them. Not just hear something bragging about yourself. You already had the R story portion and it comes from your heart and you're just not trying to sell them. They really specifically want to know what it is, what it is you can do, and then you want to have a call to action to prompt them. Many times I go to a website and, okay, what do you want me to do? You just want me to donate. Can I get literature? Can I download a brochure? Can I read a blog? Can I read about certain things that you have done? And another thing, I've had clients in the past when I asked them for information about previous engagements that they've had, they literally cannot do it and having you know photos from your phone is it's okay if you take them right but please do not send a developer or web designer images from uh your instagram page or tell them direct you to your facebook page because to them it does not tell the story that needs to be conveyed to your audience you want to specifically gather um, photos, and if possible, if you can afford it, have a professional photographer because um, pictures make or break your website. You specifically want them to tell you, in general, what's going on in this capture. You ever hear the, 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 the mantra, uh, the picture says a thousand words? You want to have group pictures together. You want to have those things. You want to have action pictures to show people, okay, they're just not taking our money. They're literally doing something. So um, I usually, for uh, 8x10 Design, we put those in cat uh, categories of just not a gallery. I hear that. Can we get a photo gallery? A photo gallery does nothing but show pictures. You can do that on Facebook. You can do that on Twitter. You can do that on Instagram. But on your website... You want to have an explanation of what's going on in those images, and then you want to list them. You want to be as transparent as possible if you are um, seeking funding and seeking information. The next thing that you really, you really, really want to do, you want to have a brochure available, a PDF, uh, a layout for someone to download um, because not everyone is on the internet and it gives you a goal. How many people are downloading this brochure? You want to, you want to obtain goals on your website. You want to have specific strategies for what you want to be done on your website. It's just like a store. You don't want people to just walk in the uh, store and not buy anything or not know what to do or not have a for sale sign on it. Uh, that's confusing. Do not treat your website that way. Treat your website 
as an other source, another department of what you're doing. It is essential that you do these things. It is essential that you blog on your website, press releases, media, video, anything that you can capture. You you can't expect people to say, okay, I'm going to go here, then I'm going to go to their social media just to look at the images or video. No, you want them to do a one-shop, stop-shop right there in your website to gather it, to get the information out. The content that you should have there is for what your primarily goal is to do. You want them to learn about it. If it's about learning about it, then you specify your information about learning what should be on there. Two, and this goes for a lot of the religious uh, sources. Most religious want to just show pictures and the, the date and time of the church, but you really give no navigation of what you want people to do once they hit your website. So those are things you have to sit down and strategize. Do we want them to download the sermons? Do we want them to download um, our calendar? You, you have generic things and you just have them just there because somebody told you to put them there. Another thing, and I've had this debate with people who really do not understand the validity of transparency. It is, it is a very, very good idea to take pictures of your board and your advisory board. Because, one, that's a marketing tool. Because people are prone to donate if they can connect to the people that they're donating to. Uh, for, for, for that particular page, get your group together. It does not have to be expensive photography. Just get into the same room with good lighting. Everybody smile and take a picture. And then you place those the name of the person, and the title. A lot of people saying, well, can we just have the names? Having the names is just not good enough, in my opinion. It's just not good enough. A very transparent board will have the images and have their roles in, in, in what's going on. Because I, I tell you, transparency, if you have minutes to what you're doing, you want to blog about those minutes. You don't want to blog about things that are, you know, personal that's going on in there. But just consistently saying, this is what we're doing. This is what we're looking at. Stuff like that. Make your funders and your viewers know that you take your organization seriously. If you have events, that should be smack dead on on the page coming up. Um, your graphics must be clear. Your images must be clear because I tell you, it makes a break. You do not have to have a lot of written content, but just enough to give the people the idea of what's going on. So these are specific things that you want to have occur in your nonprofit website. Now, if you would like to learn more or you would like to reach us, reach us in consultation, you can reach us at area code 484-378-9103. You can reach us by email at info at 8x10designs.com or info at duchess-robinson.com or you can visit our website 
at www.duchess-robinson.com or 8x10designs.com. We will also have all of the information, this podcast, and some written information on our website. So again, thank you for listening to 8x10design. This is Duchess Robinson. Have a great and prosperous 